Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 79. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and Eric Fisher is not in the studio this week, or even in our remote secret, super secrets location where he normally hides out to record the show from. I do have in the studio today our trusty intern, Parker Lilly, is back. Hello, Parker. Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing great. How are you enjoying being the intern, the official intern for GSPN.TV World Headquarters? Uh, I'm loving it. Awesome. Is McDonald's going to sue me for saying that? (laughs) I'm loving it. I think you might be in trouble for trademark infringement (laughs) there or something. Anyway, folks, we are delighted to be back. I don't know how much Parker's going to add to the the show today, but feel free to jump in and and say anything that you want if you can get a word in edgewise. It, It... there's there's going to be more than three weeks of training for you to learn how to jump in and get a word in. All right. So it's going to take you a while to get used to I'll that. I'll try to add something more than some companies cut trays. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, I just remembered this morning, uh, unfortunately, that I had the duties of, of creating all of the show notes for the day and sharing them with you. But uh, I hope that what I've come up with with here to share is something that is of interest to those of you who are listening to Social Media Serenity, which, by the way, is a podcast about helping all of us to understand social media tools a little bit better, to understand how Twitter works, Facebook, LinkedIn, how we can build our brand, whether it be business or personal, or actually, I think the two are kind of intermingled most of the time these days, but uh, to, to really build relationships with people And how to get the most out of social networks without putting the most of our time into them. Um, You know, there there are a lot of people that I've heard that are just on Facebook all day long. And it's really not all that productive for them. I mean, sure, they're having fun hanging out with a few people. But, uh, you know, is that really how we ought to be spending the, the majority of our lives? And so that's where social media serenity got its start and um we come here week after week to try to share some news stories with you and and to let you know what's going on in these places so the very first story that i have in the notes here today is facebook is going to continue to give out not just our phone numbers but our home address as well okay so this is a story that goes back a couple weeks uh just like overnight one night facebook decided "Eh, you know what when you go and add a third-party application inside of Facebook, you know that whole thing where you get that little note that says, hey, you're giving this information to these people. If you if you add this application, you're going to be giving them access to certain information. And if you did not read that closely, what you were looking at uh, what, or what you were ignoring when you just blindly click an add button or allow button in Facebook uh, if you had your settings set a certain way, it was potentially possible. Is, is that a super redundant way of saying? Anyway, you get the idea. It's possible that you are giving out your mobile phone number. So if you have your fo- mobile phone number on Facebook, your settings are cer- set in a certain way, and you just blindly click the allow button when you add a third-party application, boom, you've just given that third-party developer your phone number. And by the way, Parker, I don't know if you know this, but did you know that you could be a th- you could be in a Facebook developer? 
like in 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 thirty seconds. A what? A Facebook developer, an app developer. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So, for example, <laughs> here's here's the situation. You have a blog, right? Right. You just you're just now setting it up. It's possible for you to put a little plug in that that you can assign. You can actually apply for a developer key, an API key, and you can write certain code and or some code's actually already out there. You can just use a plug in, and as long as you have an API developer um, uh, code you have the ability to request information so that your site can interact with Facebook's site uh, and, and obtain their information. And so people could come to your blog and you could have it set up in such a way. It's like, hey, to comment on my site, click here to, to interact You know, using your Facebook login. Mm-hmm. You don't have to create a login on my site. And so it's potential. Now, this is taking it to an extreme, but I'm just bringing out what, what is potential here. And that is that you could actually be asking for their address and phone number. Right. And if they have it set up in certain ways. There's no doubt that some of those apps definitely do do that. Yeah, well, exactly. In fact, the story says Facebook will continue a plan to share users' home address. And by the way, before it was just phone numbers, as as far as I know. I could be wrong about that. But now it's home address, home address, and cell phone numbers with third-party developers despite criticism from privacy advocates says users and members, as well as users and members of Congress who had criticized this. It says here in the story that the social network announced an update to its platform in January uh, on in a January 14th blog post that would allow Facebook apps and external websites to access this information that the user had given them given permission to share. Mobile phone numbers and addresses addresses were given a separate category in the privacy settings that uh which is now separate from access to my basic information so the you know obviously the users hopefully i haven't checked this but hopefully you know this new section for sharing my phone number and address with people uh that it's automatically turned off i I don't know that to be the case but I, i would assume so otherwise we would be hearing a lot more about this than what we're hearing but anyway, the, the fact is, though, is is why? What, what value is there in giving out, you know, your home address to a third-party app developer? Cell phone, may, the, your, your mobile phone number, I can see with certain applications, especially if maybe it's a text, you know, a, a text message-based service or something like that. But why the home address? I don't understand the need for that. If you have any thoughts on it, give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. All righty, and then let's see here. Facebook adds a new comments feature. All right, so Facebook, uh, uh, they've been talking about having a plug-in for websites, or at least I had been hearing about a plug-in that would allow websites to replace the comment section of their site with a a, a plugin that would allow you to basically allow Facebook to manage your commenting systems. So, you know, I had thought of, you know, maybe this would be a competitor to discuss or intense debate plugins. For those of you who are heavy WordPress users and, and you're using one of those two things, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, however, the story today that I'm reading makes me think that it might be a little bit different than that. And and if it is ever going to turn into like a WordPress plugin that any of us can use, that it might be a little further down the road because this is what the story says. It says, comments that you make on examiner.com stories will now show up in your Facebook news feed thanks to a deal between the two companies. 
Examiner.com is one of several launch partners, partners including Discovery.com, The Economist, uh, SportingNews.com, Redbook, and others. For the feature, which goes live Tuesday, Justin, uh, so for, okay, by the way, that's just me not reading <laughs> correctly. So uh, that's the end of that little paragraph there. So basically, the li- that went live on Tuesday. Justin, uh, is it Jimenez, I think, director of marketing and PR at examiner.com, says the program works like this. Users will have the option of commenting on Examiner stories using their Facebook profile. Now, this is different than what I was thinking because in my mind, when I was thinking about a Facebook plugin, one of the things that I didn't like was, well, what if people didn't want to use their Facebook profile to leave a comment? Would there be other options? So it sounds to me like it is an option. So they have the option of commenting on the stories using their Facebook profile. When they take this option, the comments will show up in that user's newsfeed, which I love that idea. I think that that is totally awesome. Now, I'm not sure how I feel about this next statement, though. It says, if the user's Facebook friends respond to the comment, then their comments will also appear on the examiner.com story. And, of course, I'll have a link to this in the article or in the show notes for episode what is the 79 uh is that right parker i think so <laughs> anyway um yeah so so basically here here's the thing my question is will the will my friends know that they're commenting on a site that is now publicly open to the world you know so let's just say parker you are one of my friends who is extremely privacy and security conscious okay okay all right, and you you have all your settings. You you carefully calm through those things, so that really the only people that you're interacting with are pe- and and let people see what's going on is y- your friends that you're connected to. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's just say the examiner.com had a very controversial story, and I left a comment related to that story. That's let's just say it's a little bit politically motivated. All right. Not really within my character, but let's just say I leave a very politically motivated, you know, uh, controversial kind of talk, uh, comment on their site. Now, I would assume that in my newsfeed, because you're going to be seeing me in your newsfeed commenting on this, I would assume it would say Cliff Ravenscraft commented on the story in the examiner.com. Yeah. And you would see my comment. And then underneath it, you would have the ability to like it, I would assume, uh, or post a response a responding comment correct correct now would you assume that by you know let's just say if that's all it says it says you know this is cliff commented on the story and and then you read my comment would you assume automatically that if you reply to my comment just basically saying hey cliff i i totally disagree with you in fact this is what i think blah 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 would you automatically assume that that's now going to publicly appear on a site that gets millions of hits during the month uh no, but it doesn't surprise me that Facebook does that now. Right. I so, mean, and and by the way, I'm not suggesting that that is exactly how things are go- going to work because I don't know. I don't know if if that if it, it. But it says here, this guy's comment says, if the user's Facebook friend Parker responds to the comment, then Parker's comments will also appear on the Examiner.com story. Is that what you want? 
You know, do we have to start being concerned with who we comment on their on their news items? You know, I mean, can we I, I guess are we getting to the place where where we must not assume that when we post something on Facebook that it's not going to show up somewhere else in the world for millions of people to read? I never really assumed that was Facebook. I kind of always assume if you put it on there, it's going to pop up someplace you don't want it. Right. <laughs> So anyway, the, the the thing is, is that um, I do want to suggest, and I've said it a billion times, and you guys are probably tired of hearing me say it, don't ever post a single thing online. It doesn't matter if it's Facebook or any other service in the world. Don't post it in digital bits on the web if you don't want the entire world to see it. And I know that that sounds a little crazy, but I'm I'm being serious because here's the thing. Parker, let's just say you comment on my story. Let's just say I I'm not commenting. I'm not commenting on the examiner.com story. Let's just say I read the story. And in Facebook, I said, hey, just and I and I put a note in Facebook. And I say, I just read the story. Here's a link to it. And this is what I think. And I give you that same huge, you know, politically charged response. And then you respond to me personally. Now, let's just say you have your settings set up so that nobody else in the world could see it, right? Mm-hmm. However, all of a sudden now I go to my blog and I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going. I'm taking this to the blog. And I go over to the blog and I say, this is what I read. This is what I posted on my Facebook, you know, on, on my Facebook account. And check out these responses that I got. And then all of a sudden I do a screen grab of your comment. And I just take that screen ga- grab and throw it, you know, that and paste that image right into my blog post. And guess what? Your comments are now open to the entire world to see. So it's that easy to get the, your inference. So as long as you type it online, it doesn't matter what you put in your Facebook pro- settings. Any of your friends that you're sharing information with, they can then take that information. And, uh, you know, this is the whole thing you with. I never understood this fad of uh, girls and boys uh, you know, especially girls taking pictures of themselves without clothes on and sending it to their boyfriends is like, well, that was meant just for it's like you don't take the picture and send it digitally to anybody because <laughs> chances are that person might not be your boyfriend forever. And <laughs> and if they're mad, you might actually see that end up somewhere. I'm just saying or lots of places or lots of places <laughs> all over the Web. Seriously, folks, if you don't want it. Uh, share it with the world don't digitally share it with the world share it with the world (laughs) exactly uh all right hey i want to i want to say i I gotta thank cheryl uh cheryl c i I shouldn't say her last name so cheryl c i gotta say thank you to her she is my hero when it comes to the social media advice of the month i mean we need to give maybe give some awards out and and this is the first ever award this this is the social media best social media piece of advice of the month and Cheryl C is now going to win this award because listen to this she posted this by the way in the social media serenity group which you can find over at gspncommunity.com and she wrote this she says hi I was just listening to the latest podcast of Social Media Serenity where Cliff expressed his desire to post on a Facebook page as himself rather than as the admin. You know, basically I have, let's just say we've got Balanced Living Weekly, which is under the biggest, it's still under the biggest loser brand in Facebook. And uh, both Father and Roderick and I are both admins. And we would, 
get people who would comment on our on our wall and e- either one of us can go in and respond and until recently by default it well actually until recently the only way to go in and comment was you, that you would be logged into your account as the admin and then you would comment and it would just show up as that brand name it would just, it would have our brand image page image it would say you know balance you know balance living weekly or bo- biggest loser admin just posted this and it doesn't actually say if it's father roderick or if it's cliff we'll get this she says here is what she found uh, with facebook changing constantly i found something new i have i have to I always have to, let me just try that again. With Facebook changing constantly, I always find something new I suddenly have to learn or relearn. Here's how I found to post on a page as yourself instead of the admin. Check this out. And this totally works. I've gone in and fixed all of my admin pages or all my pages to work this way. This is what you do. Go first. Log into your Facebook account where you're, you know, the account that you have where you're signed up as an admin which for me, I just have one Facebook account and that's what I use. So log into Facebook. Number two, go to the go to your fan page or community page or online page, whatever they're calling them this month. I'm not, not even sure anymore. But go to your page. And then once you're on the page, there should be a button that says edit page. All right? Edit page. Once you click that button, on the left-hand side, you will see, I think it's at the top of the list right now, but you should see a thing that says your settings. Click on that. And then there are two uh, options that that are there as I'm reading this. One option, the, the bottom option is about being notified via email when somebody leaves you a comment, which by the way, thank you Facebook for turning that on. We We had discovered that last week and it's working great. And I love the fact that I'm getting email notifications when people comment on the fan pages that I'm an admin for. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, with that being said, the other option is says this: always comment and post on your Facebook on, on your page as a page, even when I'm you you know signed in using you know this username. So basically, if you uncheck that, what it will do is from that point forward, when you leave a comment. Your whatever account that you're logged in with, that personal account will be how you're leaving comments. And I just tested it out on, and it works beautifully. So again, just go to your page, click edit page, click your settings, uncheck that first box, and now you can still be an admin, you can still be logged in with your personal account, and you can now go in and you can... Um, you can uh, post as yourself, post comments as yourself. I think this is awesome. And then she has this additional note on here. She says, then if you want to post as the page, you can select the use Facebook as a page toggle. Now, I haven't actually even looked to see where that is. uh, But um, Cheryl, thank you very much for being my hero this month and showing me how I can now be more personal on my pages. All right. Next story is Google pimps up personal profiles. All right, this is, it says here that Google has redesigned Google Profiles, uh, the profile pages that all Gmail users get when they sign up for, uh, that uh, the Gmail users can set up for pictures and information about them. If you set up your Google Profile to be visible to everyone, then it, w- then it will likely be at the top of the Google search results when someone searches, looks up your name, which is an important part of your personal brand. 
So I haven't done this in a while. Now, I know I have a profile, by the way. Uh, I have a Google profile, and it is set to public. And I'm going to do a Google search for Cliff Ravenscraft, and let's see what pulls up. Well, the very first thing is podcastanswerman.com. Second one is gspn.tv. Third is uh, another GSPN link. Uh, then there's the ravenscraft.org. Then there's my Facebook profile. Then my Twitter profile. Then my LinkedIn profile. The Wikipedia article about me. And uh, then, oh my gosh, bitcastmedia.com is still in there. That is, that's pretty laughable, actually. Um, I'm going to go to the next page and see if my Google profile shows up. Uh, nope. But uh, there's certainly a lot of stuff about me, but not a Google profile. Now, uh, I'm not sure how to, if I go to google.com slash profile, and uh, it, let's see here, is that where you go? No. Does anybody, is it profiles maybe? Do you know where it's at, Parker? Mm-mm, no. Okay, I'm going to pause and see if I can find this real quick. Okay, so I found out what's going on here. It says here, uh, it, when, it is google.com slash profiles, plural. And it says profiles is not available for ravenscraft.org, which is my Google Apps account. So what I'm going to do now is I am going to open up Safari. And I am going to go to Google. Let's see here. We go to google.com slash profiles. And I'm going to click view my profile. And there it is. And so, by the way, my Google profile, because it's under my Gmail account, is uh, google.com slash profiles, plural, slash Cliff EOTC. Now I can come back over to my other browser and paste that direct URL in, and it will work. And uh, very cool. And, and basically, it, do, it looks a lot more like... Um, it looks a, a lot more like a Facebook profile. Uh, it's very clean, and um, it's got some photos at the top. And check this out. It has About Me. You can click on that. But by default, it showed my Google Buzz. So my Google Buzz is there. Uh, and uh, that's cool. And as a matter of fact, it's, it's very up-to-date. It's pulling my Twitter information. And, uh, yeah, so I'm glad that that's there, although... It's pretty funny that my my Google search engine rankings in Google for my Google profile is <laughs> buried under my own sites, which is actually that's preferred. I'm kind of glad that it's that way. Anyway, so if you haven't done that already, uh, sign in with your Gmail account. I, I hope that they roll this out. I would love to get this out of get this out of Gmail and move it over to my Google Apps account. And so I, I'm really looking. I need. I think it's just YouTube. And I think it would be this and maybe a and, and Google Buzz. There are a couple other services that I just I would love to get rid of my Gmail account and just keep Google apps. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, last story of the day. And to be honest with you, I really don't have a lot to give you on this. I'm going to play an audio from a news story. This is uh, uh, something I saw on news. A smartphone and even Hold on. I'll go back. Uh, I heard this on the news in, on a different story somewhere else here, but I'm going to play the audio from this news story, and I want you to listen closely, and then I'll follow it up with you know the answer or with the fact that I have no answer to give you, and uh, hopefully you, I'm going to put out a question for you guys to call in 
to give us some information about how we can uh, do something about this. But uh, anyway, without any further ado, here's the story right here. Well, if you've got a smartphone and even once posted an online picture, you need to know about a new threat. This is something. New technology can allow hackers to track down you and your kids, even from a simple email. Russ. Mark and Elizabeth, the technology allows strangers to cherry pick from online pictures posted all over the web and then find the home, work, or even school of that person in the pic. Perfect. Just like that. Ready? One, two, three. Good girl. We gave NBC Action News staffer Suzanne McDonald and daughter Lainey a smartphone. And a big smile towards mommy's face. Yeah. To see just how threatening a seemingly innocent snapshot Beautiful. could be once loaded online. That's frightening. We then combed Twitter and sites like Facebook, Craigslist, and Photobucket searching for locals. We found a menu of nearby children and, with the click of a mouse, their locations. That is legitimately terrifying. It's a new and frightening threat to parents. So we right-click, then we hit that data file. Mm, that's the program. And the full threat is even an unknown to many internet crime experts. Had you ever seen it go this far before? No. No. Uh -uh. Officer Mark Chuddick calls the hidden threat today's biggest risk online. It's probably going to be number one for a while. And that's where she was when yeah. that picture was taken. That's incredible. Remember Lainey? We used the technique to map her bedroom. Scary. Like, terrifying. We found not only Lainey's home, but located her daycare, favorite fast food shop, and right down to the specific part of the park where she plays. Especially as a parent, because the fact that you can see the exact place of it. At UMKC, computer science professor Deep Medi says smartphones leave a high-tech invisible trail using the same geo-tracking technology that enables the social network Foursquare and handheld map apps. Exactly like in your GPS device in a car, the way you do it, it can tell you exactly where it is. Medi shows how free, easily obtained browser add-ons can translate that data into maps. Exactly that spot where the picture was taken. The site ICanStalkYou.com repost pics from unwitting Twitter users in real time, translating their photos into actual addresses and maps. The site also has a how-to on deactivating geotagging on the iPhone, BlackBerry, Google Android, and Palm. You want to be able to do almost on a picture basis. With this online bedroom pick, we were able to find the home of these Olathe brothers. Hi, I'm Rose Potosik. I'm with NBC Action News. Their startled mom didn't want to talk on camera. No, thank you. Off camera, we warned her, and she changed their online settings to private. Until then, the location of her kid's bedroom, their hangout, and their school were all available to anyone online. Basically, what you're doing is you're telling the bad guy where I live, where I recreate, my likes, my dislikes, what my mom or dad look like, where I live. I mean, the online mapping is phenomenal. Give me a smile, pretty girl. Experts say you can still be perfectly safe just by turning off GPS setting on pics you plan to post online. Perfect. So before you post another picture online, yes. what you want to do is get into your phone and you want to get into your settings. So you'll go into your settings and you'll get to where that GPS is controlled, which is your location services. You can turn all of your location settings off but that would also affect your maps and everything else. So you could specifically go right to what controls your camera and turn that off. Once you do that, every picture that you take then will be safe. No one can tell where that photo was taken and where you were. That is so alarming. Really right after this <laughs> really, the, the more technology. All right, so there we go. So actually, I'm glad that they actually did that. So I'm going to read to you, by the way, this story. 
uh, read to you what's been in the chat room here. Um, let's see here. Do, do, do. Uh, Daniel says this threat is not new. It's existed for a very long time. And yes, I would agree with that. This this location geotagging uh uh, ability has been in there as, as long as there has been GPS devices in phones. And so uh, certainly uh, that is true. Uh, let's see here. Criminals just need to follow Twitter to know where the, the when a home is uh, possibly unoccupied. Uh, that's pretty much true as well if, if they know where your home is uh, and, and you're you know tweeting a lot about this stuff. Uh, Dave Thackeray says the reason that this story is, uh, this is a story is because most people are, and I won't use the word that he used, but we'll just say they're not smart. And, um, and, and you know what? I would disagree with you. I, I don't think it's because people aren't smart because to be honest with you, I saw this story on the news and I thought to myself, you know what? We're not as privacy, uh, as, as big on privacy as some other people. You hear me talk about privacy a lot, but but the thing is, is that, yeah, I mean, it, anybody who really wants to find out where, you know, the Ravenscraft live, it, it's not going to take a very long time. I mean, there's just a there finding finding my geolocation in a picture and getting the GPS, you know, the, you know, the longitude and latitude coordinates for where that picture was taken. I mean, there is an easier there are about five different ways that I can find that are easier than that. But yes, th this is this is a story because a lot of people don't know this. And it's funny because I remember hearing the story thinking, you know, it's like, yeah, but I can't go in and turn the location services off because I want it to work for all these other things that I use. And um, and, it, and it basically it just walked you through it. And it, in fact, matter of fact, you know, so maybe I'm not all that smart, uh, but I want to tell you that I, I need to get my daughter's um, iPhone out. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to click on settings. I'm going to click on general and then I'm going to click on location services and then I will scroll down to where it shows her camera and I will turn location services off for her phone and and then that way her location data is not being uh, uh, recorded when she's taking photos at school and at dance class and at home and, and any place else that she goes. And so I'm very glad the story was done and I'm very thankful that the story actually showed step by step how to turn it off. So I consider myself to be pretty tech savvy. <laughs> I, I think some of you might agree with that. And I consider myself to be pretty smart. And yet I handed my daughter an iPhone and did not know that I could go in and turn off location services just for the camera. I don't know why I didn't know that, but now I know. And um, so absolutely, this is this is a story, and I'm glad the story was done, and I'm glad that I covered the story here today. And I want to say thank you to Daniel S., uh, who posted this story, by the way. Uh, actually, no, he emailed me this story. So, Daniel, thank you for that. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. And so... There's a bunch of other conversation that's going on in the uh, in the chat room. You know what? That's going to wrap it up for this week. I'm going to hit uh, SMS outro music right here. There we go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Social Media Serenity. Eric Fisher should be back next week in the studio. I know that you guys will be very happy to hear that. And I want to say thank you for putting up with me in the studio by myself this week. 
And of course, I uh, hope that you have found some valuable information in the stories that I've shared. Hey, if you want to give us some comments and questions for the show, you can do that anytime, day or night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Of course, we do have a group uh, that is set up specifically for conversations around social media. You can find that over at gspncommunity.com. Thank you again. And until next time, everybody, I encourage you to join the community. 